0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. A quick harvest would support early seasonal price lows. Harvest is now upon us and with the way the weather looks, it could be a year where the crop is put away much more quickly than normal. A mostly clear two-week outlook comes as an extension of the dry weather that has pushed crop maturity along. Crop maturity at 34% last week was 10 points ahead of last year. At this same point in 2012, corn was 58% mature. Looking back at harvest progress in the past years brings up a few points of comparison that may say something about what to expect next. 2012 was the fastest year on record that the corn harvest reached more than two-thirds complete. In most years, 65% or more of the harvest has been completed sometime between the last week of October and the first week of November. In 2012, 69% of the harvest had been finished by the first week in October. While this year's drought damage was not as widespread as in 2012, dry weather and the rush to maturity will no doubt have a negative impact on yield outcomes. The silver lining of a small, faster harvest can be that the peak of seasonal selling pressure passes sooner than normal. Farmers will be making their seller store decisions quickly, and there will be reluctance to let go of the ownership if yields are lighter than expected and prices are so much lower than desired. Buyers will have to improve basis sooner than usual after harvest in order to extend coverage. Data from the Commitments of Traders report shows that commercial hedgers maintain a net short position in corn that is 40% smaller than it was a year ago, indicating that the end users have less grain bought heading into this harvest. There is still some risk that weather will shift to cause harvest delays this year. One of the worries throughout the summer was that the drought would give way to heavy rain and flooding once the fall harvest was ready to start. The threat of weather turning too wet has been linked to the new El Nino and the related outlook for active hurricane season. Neither of those two things occurred. It is still a possibility, however, that the influence of El Nino persists as an issue for crop production moving forward into next year. Can you guess the year when harvest progress was most delayed? It was a year of wacky weather that included the powerful Hurricane Andrew, heavy flooding in Iowa, and one of the most damaging hailstorms on record in Kansas, 1992. That year it was not until the week of November 22nd that the country reached over two-thirds complete on the corn harvest. Almost a fourth of the crop was still left standing at the start of December. We are drawing up possible analog years for comparison with today. 1992 would seemingly be an example of risk we could face in 2024. As it looks like that the El Nino would extend in next year, 1992 was also a second year of El Nino. The summer of 1991 was hotter than average, like it was this year. While 1992 was a year with a record late harvest, 1991 was another year with a very early harvest. 2024 South American Crop Projections Farmers in southern Brazil will shift to more soybeans to compensate for low corn prices. El Nino is expected to return to Brazil, and with it generally comes drier weather to the north. This could potentially be the greatest determining factor when it comes to Brazil overall production, as that is where nearly 70% of Brazil's soybean production is located. There are analysts who see the model Grosso’s 23-24 corn production area dropping by 2.8% to just under 18 million acres. This is reflective of the steep drop in corn prices in the last six months. Average spot prices in the Mato Grosso hover right below $3 a bushel. they are only $2 a bushel in Ukraine. We have seen this similar situation play out in other regions of Brazil. However, Mato Grosso acreage will have a much bigger impact on the market as it makes up nearly 40% of Brazil's corn output and produces as much or more than the next four states combined. Six months ago, southern Brazil was as dry as a popcorn fart. Now heavy rainfall has caused massive flooding in many communities, leaving some 1,600 people homeless with a death toll of 31 and rising. Healthy moisture levels have led to the start of the 23-24 first crop corn planting in some areas of western Paraná. In the case of soybeans, while Mato Grosso could begin planting this Saturday the 16th, we doubt much progress will be made. We have seen conflicting reports that some producers were allowed to begin on September 1st That appears to be limited to producers who plant second crop cotton and need the extra time. Local contacts report there have been decent rainfall in Mato Grosso, but many farmers are aware the long-term drier outlook may not look to begin until early October. This will allow more time for the rainy season to establish itself. you've been listening to the Comstock Report, for more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Future trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.